Welcome to AFCAST Music, the music of Athens, Georgia, now and then. I'm Arlene Stewart, and this is my podcast. My guest today is Jim Benson. He's here in Athens, Georgia, working on a documentary about the music of Athens, Georgia. Sound familiar? The working title is Highway 29 Revisited. Once I learned about Jim being here, I asked him to come and talk to me because we are both basically taking a very similar adventure with bringing Athens, Georgia musical history to the forefront and and the vibrant music scene that's still happening here today. Here's Jim and my conversation with him. Welcome, Jim, to my podcast. I really appreciate you doing this today since you have a very long drive ahead of you. New York City. How long does it take to get there from here? Well, uh, it looks like it's going to be about 12 hours, a little bit more, and I guess that's if I don't stop. No peeing allowed. <laughs> well, that's kind of the idea, but I'm sitting here armed with a coffee and a uh, and a water. <laughs> Me <so> too. <laughs> I don't know how I'm making this with no stops. So yeah, we'll see. I've driven that trip. I've driven to Long Island several times too with my girlfriend when she needs someone to help her drive. Plus, I was born in Long Island, raised in New Jersey, that kind of good stuff. Jersey girl I am. I met you at Five Eight concert, and the only reason I went to that. Well, I didn't know it was happening, but someone sent me a little note saying that you were going to be filming there and it was a documentary, please come people and everything. But I don't think people had a hard time going. There was a lot of people there that were remembering that band and dancing to that band and having a really good time. And even though I had never seen them, I was right there with them. I was a dancing girl. I can't help it. So I was watching the camera woman, and I'd seen her at the David Barbie concert I went to, or show, whatever you want to call it. And so here I go, I, she's here again. So I said, well, this, that, that must have been part of the filming too for this documentary. Anyway, I asked her who, who, who was in charge, sort of, and she introduced me to you. And I was really excited to talk to you because you are filming a documentary on the music of Athens, Georgia. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of doing that too because my podcast is Athcast Music, the music of Athens, Georgia, now and then. My premise or impetus for doing this was because I'd been in the music business, I'd been in television, I worked for World Championship Wrestling, I'd done all these crazy things, and I got to Athens and didn't do anything with music. And I really wanted to because it was a place that I was coming to because of music. So I started this because I wanted to go on this adventure of learning about the music. Is that kind of what you're doing, or did you already know it? You said you lived here a couple of times. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Definitely, some some of what you're up to is is similar to what I'm doing. Um, maybe with the uh, the missing ingredient of the fact that I did live here uh, for several years uh, in the 1990s when I was in graduate school here. Um, but you know, it's funny that you talk about that five eight show because that was sort of a, a special thing. And uh, Mike Mantioni and Dan Horowitz uh, have been 
super gracious to us the whole time we've been here, which is almost a month now. And uh, and so we had we had talked about putting something together, some kind of a you know performance, a show, or something. And I had started in the early two thousands up in Massachusetts. I had started a spoken word poetry festival, and one of the hallmarks of that was that we did these things called secret shows, where we went into non-traditional venues, unpermitted spaces, and booked really interesting acts to perform and sold tickets as a fundraiser to those. And because my roots musically are at least in part Athens-based, I was always pulling musicians from this area up there trying to get this music in front of those people. And so we had Kevin Kinney from Driving and Crying did one of those shows. Jay Farrar from Uncle Tupelo and Sunvolt did one of those shows. So when Dan and Mike... You're hitting and, my uh, bands here right now. What's that? You're hitting my bands right yeah, now. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so yeah, Mike Mantioni and Dan Horowitz and, and Mike Rizzi really came through for us on that show. And they, they said, hey, let's do it. And George Massey, owner of Nowhere Bar, said, let's do it. His staff showed up, and uh, and you were there. I mean, it was a great I was night, there. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, and it's interesting because I, I, I know Dan Horowitz from Klezmer and a lot of other things. And I know his friend Eddie Glicken and Lisa Anger, who are very close with Dan Horowitz. Eddie and Dan play together a lot. So I've met him at parties and all kinds of stuff. I had never met Mike Mantione until that night. And we talked for a while. And I loved him. I just loved everything he had to say to me. And he'll eventually come on this because he's such a big part of Athens music. But from the Dave Barbie, which was also very good, to the 5'8 that I saw, and some of these other things that have I've been seeing lately that bring those bands back to the forefront. Every time I see those bands, I feel like there was a universal underlying collaboration. Does that make sense? Where they all kind of have this same music, but bring in their, their specialties. Like it was an era of REM, B-52s, 5-8, Elephant Six, all these people. And you can tell that they're from that era, I guess is what I'm trying to say. When I listen to those bands, do you, how do you think that, that these bands are bringing their music out now? Well, I think, you know, I came down to do this kind of with the similar underlying premise that that you've talked about, that, you know, there was something going on then that was special. Um, but I very quickly came to understand, you know, that in the many years that I've been gone, you know, in, in some respects, nothing has changed. This remains a music town, and the music being made in this town uh, remains vibrant, uh, diverse, energetic, and... Uh, you know, well attended. So, so there's that through line that nothing has changed. This is still, you know, an amazing, unique music town. Uh, you know, that said, we're old, and uh, <laughs> and and old people like to look back at their younger days and and think that there was something special about them. And uh, you know, talking to David Barbie last night, as a matter of fact, he said the same thing. It's like you know, 
as you get old and, and look back at your younger days, it's inevitable that you're going to have those feelings because you were young then and, and you're not now. So I think that we have, you know, this sense of loss or longing, uh, you know, this fondness or nostalgia for, for some things that, you know, are, are true to an extent, but not universally true. You know, it's, it's still happening here in Athens every night. It really is. It really is. I mean, Athfest was an explosion. I could not see enough bands. And I've had a couple of them already on this podcast. But, you know, I was jealous at the 5-8 concert. Even though I was dancing and having a good time, I am. I find myself being jealous of not being here and being a part of this. Coming from my background, which my husband and I had record stores for 20 years with a partner. And he taught me everything about music. Plus, I learned so much about music. During those times, I mean, we sold REM, we sold B-52s, we sold, I mean, we, we did all that and learned about them. But as I dive into this podcast even deeper and take what I hope my listeners on this adventure of learning what happened then and what is happening now, because it's still happening well, and, I mean, we're we're sitting here in Tweed Recording Studios, which did not exist in this space, you know, just a couple of years ago. Last time I was in town, it was still being built. So, you know, you've got this beautiful facility, um, you know, which which wouldn't be here if, you know, whoever built it didn't think that there was an opportunity uh, sitting here in Athens to uh, to be useful. So, you know. Uh, yeah, Andrew was in Oxford, Mississippi, and he realized he couldn't do what he wanted to do there, and he started looking around. I mean, with Nashville, Austin, you know, the major meccas, and um, Athens kept on, you know, coming back because his parents lived here in Atlanta, and it all worked out for him. And this studio is amazing; it well, really is. Yeah. And and the thing that makes it different from all the other things is it's a school, and that's even amazing for Athens is that there's this great place for you to learn how to be in audio production or engineering now. And it's a short course. <laughs> Let me tell you, I thought they said like 18 months and they said, no, 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 18 weeks. So you are, you know, you're Kayla, who is my engineer went through the program and she does great work. And the, and the people that work here that he brought here. Wow. You'll have to read about it on the website. It's it's pretty impressive. Right on. Um, so when I was um, listening to The Bad Ends last night, which is a band, um, I don't know all of the people that were involved in that yet. I just have to kind of research that. But we know Mike Mantione was. I got to ask you, do, who was the keyboard player? I mean, uh, it's pedal uh, steel. Oh, uh, pedal steel is John Neff. That's what I thought. Yep. Okay. I'm still trying to recognize people, but I said, I think that's John Neff. He was so good. And he's on my list to, to get a hold of because everything I read about him is extraordinary. Yeah. He is a consummate professional and, uh, you know, very, very sweet guy too. And he's got a pretty wicked, uh, serve in tennis. He kicked my butt all over the court. I'm not ashamed to say it. I wish I played tennis when I was, well, I was going to play tennis once, but 
and my class was the next day at the University of Kansas. Oh, and what? Yeah. KU. Yeah. My parents were from the Midwest, from Kansas City and Kansas. So you're, you're, what's really going on here is you're following me around. This <laughs> I, I've come to understand. You're actually, you're following me around. That's hysterical. I was born in Kansas City. No, you were not. Was too. Okay. Yep. That's a little fate takes place or Bryant's something. Bryant's or Gates, what say you? Get it right. Bryant's. Ah. Oh. Saved. All right. Yeah. I was, was going to get My brother lives in Lawrence still, and he sends me rubs and sauces still. <laughs> I Can had a you lot. say that on the radio? <laughs> My brother sends me rubs and sauces. Ooh. That's Midwestern. Uh, well, this is a podcast. You get to say anything you want. <laughs> nice. You can even drop F bombs if you want to. I won't do that. I'm trying not to. I've been very I'm from good the Midwest. about it. I've only done it one time with Spencer Thomas. <laughs> that guy. And my dad used to call me his little sailor, so <laughs> it's very hard sometimes not to do it. But um wow, that's that's crazy. Uh yeah, I went to school in Kansas and went to KU and um that was a shock. I went to Belinda Elementary School. Oh wow. Like you really are from Kansas City. <laughs> 71st Terrace. Oh my God. My cousin, I swear to God, my cousin lives on 71st Terrace. And not, no, what's the row? Yeah. Yeah. We were off of Belinda Road. I literally, the school was, our house was on the corner. And all I had to do was cross the street and sneak past the Grantham's house because they, they were big guys and they scared me. And there was a <laughs> sidewalk right up to the, uh, the back. Backside of Blender Elementary, and that's how I got to school every day. That's crazy. That's crazy. My husband worked for Hal Brody, and he did Penny Lane Records and then had a distribution out of there. And when he was working there, that's how he got to Columbia, South Carolina, because somebody he worked at Record Bar with called him and said, I'm opening up some stores. You want to come? And he did. And we've been in the South ever since. Nice. That was 1976. Oh, mm. bicentennial year. Mm. It was a long time ago. The stores were great. They were called Sounds Familiar. Mm. Loved them. We had great catalog. Don't know it, but I trust you. Yeah, yeah. Trust you. And that's kind of where this all started is that I music, television, production, live shows, and it was still kind of in my heart, even though I wasn't doing anything with it for the last nine years here in Athens. But it had been in the back of my head for a while. So finding people like you is really a lot of fun. A lot of fun because you know that people are kind of in the same boat you are. They're just trying to be out there. They're just trying to show what's going on here. And they're trying to have fun. If they're in the same boat as me, they're probably sinking and should put on a life vest. <laughs> now, come on I'm now. Just, because they're, they're in what, full disclosure, <laughs> any of you out there who are on my boat, jump. Get off. <laughs> um, Save yourself. So who else are you going to be doing? Are you coming back down to film some more later? Or oh, what man. do you have in mind to, well, to complete this? I'm glad you asked that question because um, I'm not interviewing anybody else because I'm leaving <laughs> as soon as we, you and I are done here. Uh, but so I came down, I left 
Massachusetts on August 11th, and I think I got here. Uh, I made a couple stops, but uh, I think I got here on, you know, like Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday, I guess. And we started filming the next day and filmed until last night. And in that meantime, uh, we have spoken to, oh my goodness, so many bands, so many musicians. I hesitate to start naming them because it, it means as soon as I start saying some names, I'll forget others. But, you know, top of the list and sort of chronological, you know, the guys from 5-8, uh, Mike and Dan, talk to them and they, you know, they put on a, a little backyard acoustic performance for us, uh, you know, prior to that 5-8 show. Um, and then like this whole host of other bands that, you know... I, I have yet to figure out how to describe it, um, but you know, bands whose members, you know, include Greg Reese, John Neff, William Tonks. Um, they came on William Tonks and Tommy Jordan. They oh, brought yeah. beer, though. Yeah, they did. <laughs> you know, so those guys. You know, these are the bands like Redneck Grease Deluxe, Bloodkin. You know, Hayride, Kevin Sweeney, and uh, Nick Bielli. Oh, this is where my mind, you know, but drive-by you, truckers, you know, you're like naming names already that I don't know. The possibilities, the Lottie Dawes. Um, we've talked to we've talked to so many people, and and the, you know, the amazing thing is that everybody's been really gracious, really generous, really open, and uh, and really nobody said no. And uh, do you know what? I'm finding out the same thing. Yeah, no, it's an incredible community, um, and I, you know, I sort of think that. Uh, you know, as well, long as you don't act like a jerk, well, yeah, uh, you get a little bit of benefit of the doubt, and then it's up. To, the rest is up to you. So, and, and who am I? I mean, these people don't know me. Right. I am not an Athenian that they know. I mean, when I go to all these parties and stuff, these are Athenians. They are the ones that are telling me about all these people, and I can't tell you. There's not a day that doesn't go by that someone says, "Oh my gosh, you should talk to this person." Oh my gosh, you should talk to this, and it's constant. You, I mean, I shut my phone off, but. I have a list from hell. I mean, it's just like keeps on going. And um, so people are like, well, when do you think you'll ever end this podcast? And I'm like, well, I hope never. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's so many people to talk to here. Yeah, no, it's true. And, you know, that goes back to the point that, uh, you know, the, the, the rich music of Athens is not a thing of the past, that it is, uh, it is ongoing every day. And night. isn't it different than, I mean, you, I'm sure you've been to Austin. I'm sure you've been to Nashville have, and yeah. all those places. But I, I, I think Athens think, is still uh, Yeah, I, I don't so think different. any of those towns, I do not think any of those towns or cities um, hold up to uh, to what Athens has. And I don't either. Austin, you know, certainly comes up in conversation. Um, I've been to Austin many, many times. Uh, my so best friend still lives there. And... You know what? Frankly, I just I don't see it. Um, Do you know, I can have I, a good time there. But. I distributed independent music um, and film uh, with Koch Entertainment out of Port Washington in Long Island for t uh, eight years, and my husband did ten years before that. Um, so I w I got I was like a national account manager pretty quickly there, and so I had Austin, I had Nashville, you know, I had. D.C., I had a lot of different places uh, around the South, some in Florida, South Carolina, all these places. And being in Athens now, I agree. And 
the only reason I'm here in Athens is because I bought a house for my daughter when she went to school. It was 2009 and it was a buyer's market. I'm like to my husband, well, let's just buy a house. You know, a few years later, 2014, the You're guys- bazillionaires. <laughs> no, no, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, okay, the renters come, after she left, we rented it. And after he said he's leaving, I'm looking at my husband. I'm like, let's get out of the Atlanta area. Let's go. Let's just, and we did. And let me tell you, he loves it. I'll never get my husband out of Athens, Georgia, but probably I won't get me out of it either. We are we are here to stay. Can you get the clay out of his socks? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Um, you know, because there's so many things actually here besides music. Culturally, there's museums. There's a university. There's Ali, and Ali is a 50-plus group that um, has classes and special interest groups. He plays poker. He has a talking group. He has classes called Great Books. He's always been an, uh, an educator and learner his whole life. And this was like an academic mecca for him, despite the music we've loved for so many years, you know. So Athens is even much more than that. And their museums are, are really, really good. They, we've got some really good artists here. And they're always showing around other bars and things like that. That's what's nice also about Athens. The bars will put your, put your uh, artwork up there. And so, um, yeah, there's a lot of things. But are you done with Athens right now? Or no, I'm done. Not even that. beginning. I'm done with Athens. Uh, yeah, this place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, oh, I almost dropped that F-bomb we were talking about. <laughs> no, I won't do it. Fudgesicles. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm, I've am i got to go back and get back to work. Uh, I had the month off, the month of August off, and it's now the middle of September. I've got to get back home. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'll go back and get back to work. Uh, September, I think I will probably be back down here mid-October for Porch Fest and uh, to film a Hayride show at Hendershots, which, uh, you know, I also I neglected in my list to uh, to give a shout out to Seth uh, Hendershot. Yes. At Hendershots, of Hendershots. He's uh, I have yet to meet him personally. No, he's an amazing guy and a great drummer and another very generous person. Um, very sweet, very connected into the community, well-loved, does a lot of stuff. Um, and and is, you know, deeply involved in making sure that the musical diversity in this town is represented, uh, whether that be jazz or new faces, you know, just different styles of music than you might catch at the 40 Watt or Flickr or whatever. So, um, oh, you know, yeah, he really yeah. deserves a lot of credit. I, um I had Mary Segalis of the Hot Hotties Hot. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, didn't. Right here. No, Sitting right in I your seat. <laughs> she was great. She was great. I, I, I hired her for a thing I did with the Jewish Film Festival, and it was so much fun. We were playing a film from the 40s, and she, uh, so I wanted music that kind of collaborated with that and went, went alongside it. And oh my gosh, I was the only one dancing. Imagine that. Uh, do you, should I, you want me to imagine that? 
Give me, yeah. give me a second. Well, okay, you saw on, me probably last night. I didn't. <laughs> I, I'm trying to imagine this. Um, no, Mary's great, and she bullied me, uh, but I forgive her, and, uh, and oh, it's all no, good. Oh no, not Mary. No, she bullied me. She oh. yelled at me and got in my face. <gasps> Mary did I swear. You can ask her. Have her back I on will. the pad- podcast. And I may say, have to cut Jim Benson that out. says you bullied him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to give you more episodes. Yeah, right. No, I don't want those kind of episodes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Where they say he said, she said, and no, this has been great because I really admire. I I actually was part of a, creating a film when I worked for wrestling. I went on a promotion with a guy named Terry Funk, who just passed, actually. And he asked me to bring somebody in the car with us while we we drove from Amarillo to Lubbock. And her name was Kay Noble. Anyway, she was a wrestler, a female wrestler from the 50s to the 70s. And honestly, they told me these incredible stories the whole way to the thing and back. I could not get back to Atlanta fast enough to call my friend Ruth Lightman and tell her about it because she was a documentarist, had done some pretty good films already, one of them about Wildwood, New Jersey. Um, but, uh, so that caught my eye. Um, but, and she made it. It's called Lipstick and Dynamite, Piss and Vinegar. <laughs> nice title. It's really good. So I commend you for what you're trying to do, is what I'm saying by telling you that. It's very difficult, and it takes money, and it takes time and it takes creativity and thinking on your feet and uh, you know getting somewhere to catch that that uh, appearance or whatever and so i really do commend you cuz it's not easy thanks yeah no it it has not been easy and uh <laughs> certainly the first week that i was here i was really asking myself questions you know what am i doing you know can i do this am i the right person to do this etc yeah and uh, i'm raising my hand yep. nobody can see that but that's exactly what i went through <laughs> but and yeah i still no. am sometimes you know like what what yeah, right. what, what, what am i doing that? Who, who said i could do this <laughs> i think it was that little voice inside my head that, you know, yeah exactly just do it just do it yeah exactly well jim i really wish you a safe trip to new york I go to New York a good bit because I have a friend on the island and uh, I'll have to reach out to you and come see you and have dinner and stuff with you Sounds when good I to come me. to New York. You know what? I never go to Brooklyn. I haven't been to Brooklyn for years. And I used to go as a kid when I lived in New Jersey, we'd come up and we'd go to Brooklyn for several things, but I haven't been there for years. And I'll show you I the keep, spots. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I would actually love that. That's good. Time. So thank you so much. Thank you. For coming on so early on a football day, <laughs> trying to navigate around Athens, which I did. Somehow I did get out of this horrible line this morning and trying to take a left. And I said, oh, forget this. Oops, let's try that vet bomb again. But um, <laughs> gosh. Um, so thank you for yeah, navigating absolutely. it and being here. And I hope to see you when you come back down here. Indeed. Let's indeed. let's let's uh break bread together. All right. Okay. You got it. Thank you Thank very you. much. Again, it was so much fun talking to Jim. He'll be back in Athens in the future to film more musicians. And I really believe that once this documentary is done, it will be great. 
And this podcast, Athcast Music, will definitely keep you up to date.